Hello and welcome to Locked on Sharks, your daily source for all things San Jose hockey. My name is C. Morley. I'm the managing editor of SB Nation's Fear the Fin. I'm Kyle and I co-host Locked on Sharks five days a week. (laughs) Here on the Locked on Podcast Network. I had to do the national show today and I like every time we do the like branding stuff it's it, I still don't feel natural doing it so <laughs> it's always a little weird for me like the like the like the reads the ad reads well all of it I mean like the and the you know we do a little bit more branding with locked on on the national show and yeah, oh, yeah. we we are to be fair though locked on sharks is the rebel locked on podcast it's we, true. Never, we never mention anything <laughs> i would say we're like the bad boys of podcasting except yes. like douchebags have ruined that at bar true. school so <laughs> i like uh yeah uh i like that when we first signed up and we're asking questions we we're like can we swear and we were told by the editor don't make it a fuck fest <laughs> which uh oops we failed that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were good for the first like two weeks when everybody was listening like all the important people were listening and now that they are too busy uh, yeah <laughs> back to the same old shit now we do things like talk about logan couture's mommy cake <laughs> hey that to be fair that was topical and related to the sharks yeah fair it's halloween I don't, I don't know i don't know what you want it's halloween yeah wait till <sighs> wait till we get to th- american thanksgiving and we don't spend a single solitary second on hockey <laughs> right fair enough yeah <laughs> we've been decent at staying on topic this year i think yeah uh, whatever i mean sometimes it's hard like when you're playing the minnesota wild the, what are you gonna talk about no i love those boring boys but they're not good at hockey and they are just as boring this year <laughs> like there's just nothing other than i guess jason zucker's drama with um his beef with bedreau i guess they have beef it's not really beef but there was just it's like um, Midwest beef, so it's a lot of like friendly exchanges, and nobody's yeah. really mad. <laughs> it's very uh, Midwest nice sort of <laughs> beef. Um, give me a second, and I'll look up the the quotes about this. While you're just... while you're do- while you're doing that, though, I, ha- I have a fun little fast fact um, for everybody. So, <laughs> uh, Zach Parise, noted New Jersey free agent who signed a soul taking contract with minnesota and also ryan Suter um signed the exact same contract uh, ryan Suter's 34 zach is 35 everybody remembers their horrid contract and it's 7.54 million dollars per year how many years left after this one do you think they have on their contract um i actually i i know this and i can't isn't it? It's like something like ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, it's, like it's five more after this season. <laughs> they don't expire until after the 2024-2025 season. So, July first, twenty twenty-five, they will so... be free agents. <laughs> they will be, be over right, forty. They're still them. effective right now. They're so... they're effective. No, just Ryan Suter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach Parise, and also to be fair, uh, I mean, well, not really because it's still just a bad contract anyway. But um, he did; he's had injury 
issues. So like, okay, you know, like that, you can't predict that. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's so bad. It's so bad. He they signed the contract in two thousand the summer of two thousand twelve. Oh it was a 13-year contract for each of them for $98 million each. Oh, it's it's so still bad. taking up 12.56% of the cap. Oh, my God. It's, it's, this contract oh. is so old that if you go to Cap Friendly, um, it, it, they, they give you notes when you click into the contract or highlight, oh, drag over the contract. It'll give you notes on where they found their sources and stuff, right? So it'll mm-hmm. be like per team or per sourcing bureau or per reporter or whatever whatever their contracts are so old that the source is actually cap geek um oh my God. for everybody <laughs> that doesn't remember cap geek was the original well cap friendly um the first one that would do the uh like the insider info and then unfortunately the founder got sick and then passed away and so cap friendly has left all of the cap geek sources that are still there and there's not many left but yes Zach Parise and Ryan Suter are still sourced as Cap Geek. <laughs> That's incredible. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, who am I on? I'm on Zach Parise right now. So he's got five points in 15 games this year. Yeah. He had 74, uh, 61 and 74 last year. Yeah. too bad. But that was like a resurgence because he had 24 and 42 and then 42 and 69, 53 and 70, 62 and 74, 56. So... Well, yeah, but again, that's he had a major back injury. So, uh, like, that's In which, the, which year? Um, I want to say it was 2017. He but, all, well, it seems like 17, 18, he only played 42 games. Yeah. So it seems like it was at the end of 16, 17. Yeah, and it's a little bit fault. Is it? Yeah, he, uh, hit him with his ass, <laughs> actually. He, uh, I can't remember if he was changing or it was something by the um, the benches and he like stuck his ass out and hit Parise and he fell and it, it fucked up his back. That's unfortunate. You don't want to see that. But yeah, even regardless of the back injury, Zach Parise hasn't been good in a while yeah. for, for, for his contract and cap and stuff yes. like that. It's it's uh, it's aggressive. Um, yeah. Oh, it's and Ryan Suter is still effective, but he is being overplayed. Like, yeah, he, we keep saying that every year. Right. Yeah, I know. I've been saying that since I think like 2016 or 17. I mean, like, it's yeah, it's an ongoing battle. <laughs> also, to make matters worse, they signed a 32 year old Matt Zuccarello to a five year contract, yeah, which but, like, expires he's good before right now. the. It expires mean, before the Parise contract. Oh my god. God, that's awful. But yeah, he's still good right now. I mean, like, it's not... It is too much term, but you see this across the league right now. Term is just an issue with, like, all of these contracts. Because that's what players want. Players want to sign the eight-year deal. Like, if they can, you know, so... But he's 32. Oh, Who is... Why did they give it to him? They could have just waited and been like, here's three. And nobody else gave you fun. Uh, it's just Paul Fenton was a treat. Yeah, there's that too. Treat yourself to a meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKED ON. God, um, figure, 
year of Fenton is just he he didn't last one calendar year, did he? Um, I don't remember exactly. I don't think so. I but don't, I don't think he did. The only <laughs> the only person signed longer than Prize and Suter is Jared Spurgeon, who's good. Yes, whose contract runs uh, until twenty twenty seven. Um, but he's good. But at the same time, Jared Spurgeon's also turning thirty. Yeah. And so he'll be thirty eight. This sounds familiar. Don't stop us. Yeah. <laughs> We're well aware of Mark Edwards Vlasic yeah. and Brent Burns and, and so on and so forth. Um So Fenton ju- lasted just over a calendar year. That's what I thought. I thought it was like just over, just under, but it was from May twenty eighteen to July twenty nineteen. What's so. your favorite Paul Fenton memory? I don't have one. Uh, actually, you know what it is? It was the expose article that um, Michael Russo wrote after Fenton was fired. That's my favorite Paul Fenton memory. Where everybody because, basically shits on Paul Fenton. Um, everyone in the entire world of hockey is like, we don't know what the fuck Minnesota was doing. And Nashville was like, ha ha ha, you dumb motherfuckers. And that was it. That was the whole article. <laughs> Oh my god. I have I have two I have two memories. Yeah. First one is a quote. Mm. <laughs> it's GM Paul Fenton on Matt Zuccarello. Uh, <clears throat> and I quote, I told him when I was talking to him that he's like a lizard. The way a lizard takes his tongue and sticks it as far as it does and retrieves what it was trying to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Fenton. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't get it. My other favorite memory is that if you guys remember, they traded Nino Niederreiter for Victor Rask. Straight up. A one for one, if you will. The trade happened because basically the tr- they, they called each other and were like, hey, we're thinking about uh, trading. Well, I guess Paul Fenton called Carolina and said, we're thinking about trading Niederreiter. And Don Waddell and uh, is it Eric Tulski? Eric Tulski said, what about Victor Rask? And Paul Fenton said, sure. That was it. I'm not even joking you. There was no due diligence. There was no pre-scouting. The team was basically, he basically just accepted on the spot. Yep. And it was a terrible trade because Victor Rask is way worse than Nino Niederreiter. Yeah. But he just accepted a trade on the phone without doing anything. Like, Carolina, how does it even happen? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no consulting uh, anybody. I would say almost worse than that is that he, because like the Mikhail Granlund, who is the better Granlund. Superior to, Granlund. Yes. Uh, to Nashville for Kevin Fiala isn't like the worst trade i guess especially considering there was also the charlie Coyle trade and there was the nino niederreiter trade but he would like they said that he was just like hyper focused on fiala that he was like obsessed with acquiring fiala and it's like the weirdest thing to me like why he really he thought that fiala was like a game breaker and like to be fair, lots of people do. I mean, but like, really? <laughs> like that level of obsession? I can understand if you were trying to get Eric Carlson with that level of obsession. But Kevin Fiala? Really? I don't know. <laughs> Paul, Paul Fenn made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten trades. Yeah. And then he also, while doing all of this, was like, but the Minnesota Wild are still com- going to be competitive. And it's like, what? <laughs> like he just had no self awareness while trading away all of the wild young star players. Yeah, it was 
a gift to everybody else. I wish Doug Wilson took advantage, but Doug Wilson was too busy fucking beating Pierre Dorian yeah. into the ground. <laughs> into the ground. Um, what Minnesota to me is like a medium franchise. They don't yeah. exist, but they're not good enough to render my gaze, I guess. It's just like they're there. They don't do anything. Like even their jerseys, for instance. Their jerseys all kind of suck, but they're not like offensive. They're just kind of jerseys in a way. Oh, I hate I hate this take. This is they're, they're not good. Are you kidding me? They're okay, first of all, the current logo is so cool and unique and i love it um the word mark that they did on the third jerseys word mark jerseys are terrible oh fuck off dude they're so good no mm -mm. terrible take terrible take especially with that like hunter green and the off white uh like they're just oh they're gorgeous their their winter classic jerseys are sorry stadium series uh were like phenomenal i actually own a jason zucker one that is like one of my all-time favorite hockey hockey jerseys actually and yeah i i i i don't like that take at all i love their jerseys the red ones are bad especially because they paired the red ones with that stupid circle one that everybody was doing okay i Um, will agree with that but mostly because i think that color combination is too christmasy and i hate it i also it's very christmasy i don't like the devil's christmasy jerseys either oh see i love the devil's christmas jerseys because it's just got a trim of green the 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 red wild jerseys have this big armpit of green it's very strange um (laughs) but yeah i don't the minnesota jerseys are not great i don't know they just don't do anything for me and uh i will say it word print or word script jerseys they're all bad winnipeg's third jerseys terrible no, I um, hate the steak. Well, I don't like Winnipeg's, but I think they need a shoulder yoke. Like, they're just too much blue. They look like Pacta jerseys. The Nashville Winter yeah. Classics that just got revealed, terrible. I love them. Love them. Oh, God. They're so bad. So good. The um, Dallas jerseys are amazing. Literally yes! unreal. The well, Nashville um, jerseys are just so boring and lame. Did you see the edit that um, Pete Blackburn posted of, like... Yeah, it's I literally it leave it. the smallest change, but making the star yellow, I love that i think that would have just pulled it all together like fully because right now i feel like the the breezers and the gloves are are like a completely different from what they're doing with the jersey and the the um socks like it just just doesn't call did you just call pants breezers isn't that what they're called i don't know they're called hockey pants whatever breezers (laughs) is like a very specific manitoba thing (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never actually met somebody who calls them breezers. Most people, most people just call them hockey pants. I was kind of blanking and I was like, they can't be called hockey pants. Like in my head, I don't know. <laughs> breezers is like a like a, a Western or like a mid prairie Canadian slang, I think. Maybe it's like a Midwest American thing too, but maybe. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> breezers. I do like their cream colored breezers though. <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty sharp. Um but yeah, word word bar jerseys suck. The bolt the Tampa Bay Lightning jerseys, terrible. Can't agree with you on this one. And this is a show where we agree on a lot of things. <laughs> but nope. I, and I and for them. the record, I would like to go back. I'm not saying the Minnesota jerseys are bad outside that red one. I'm just saying they're not good. They're just there. So, I, I mean, know. that's better the than The other some thing, teams. too, is that, like, they're so different from other jerseys in the league. In green? A good green is different? That, the, like, dark green that they use, other teams don't use that color of green. No. 
because it's like a dark like hunter green like the stars have a very bright green and i don't like the dallas green that they currently use i think the dallas jerseys are bad i like it but yeah i i mean who else uses green vancouver uh like a like a sea green like a sea foam green yeah it's really weird uh who else uses teal i guess is a form of green I guess More there's not a lot of green teams. There's a lot of exactly. blue teams and red teams. Exactly. They are different. They use they use like an off-white. Not a lot of teams do that unless they're doing like retro jerseys. Off-white um, is good. Yes. So, and now they use the red like more like an accent which is like you know the sharks were when they would do orange as like an accent or whatever so it's just like slightly different it's something just a little bit different and i love it i i I think that they're unique and more teams need to experiment with more colors and the logo is fucking cool the logo is definitely the best part but again it's just like okay i don't know i don't know i just don't like them um speaking of dallas quickly because dallas is the linear minnesota um (laughs) Uh, Dallas has only ever had one good jersey. It's like their really? original. It's like their original take? one. I hate. I hate their current jersey. I think it sucks like so it. hard. It's, I don't have that one. I have the Reebok version of that one. I have a couple of them actually. But not the current one? No, not the Adidas one. But yeah, it's. I mean, they didn't change a whole lot between the Adidas one and the Reebok one. No, and I have. Yeah, I have the Reebok one. Yeah, I just, I just think that logo is kind of dumb, and it just sits in the middle of their jersey. I like their original one with like the, the star. I will say the thing about their current logo, which I like their current logo, but because it's like a slanted star on, especially on women's shirts, because they curve differently, um, it looks off center sometimes, and <laughs> that bothers me. It kind of drives me crazy. Yeah, uh, we should have a we should have a jersey episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll save the we'll save the rest of our takes for, for there. Um, should we talk about actual Minnesota? Well, I can talk about that beef that I brought up earlier. We can oh, bring it oh, full circle. Yes, um, <laughs> Zucker beef. Yes. So the aforementioned beef between <laughs> Jason Zucker and Bruce Boudreau. It was after a loss against Montreal. Um, and there was a closed door players meet players only meeting, which Sharks aren't the only ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not the only ones doing that in Montreal. <laughs> um, so after that, they had media, and Jason Zucker said, "I think more than a meeting is going to, or sorry, more than a meeting is going to have to jumpstart us." To be honest with you, it's going to be each individual guy from Bruce on down. Bruce has got to be better. We've got to be better. Everyone's got to be better. That's it. Okay. So when you hear that quote, how do you think that, like, what do you think he's trying to get across there? Just as someone who. They just need to get out of their funk. Okay. Where does it feel like he's laying blame? Everywhere. I mean, he name drops Bruce, but I mean, at the same time, he's just, he's the coach, but he follows it up. Does he not follow it up with, we all need to be better? Yeah. He says, everybody's got to be better. That's it. Yeah, it just seems like he's frustrated with everything and he just says from the top on down it needs to go. Okay, so this is the reason I ask you this is because it's been kind of a, I guess, point of contention among Wild fans as to whether or not this would even be a fucking story anywhere else. And No, it would not. It would not. Logan Couture does this like once a week. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> he really does. This is literally every other game. Okay, so uh, it got to the point that, um, and this is uh, spelled out in an uh, article by Yahoo Sports, but I'm sure they're not the only ones. Actually, no, they source uh, Michael Rousseau for this little tidbit of information, which is that um, Zucker's wife, Carly, which if you don't follow her on Twitter, she's one of the best people in hockey. She's amazing, and I love her, and I love their little family. Anyway, she texted him to say, don't log into your Twitter account. <laughs> like, don't go on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because that quote blew up, and people were pissed. Um, so at practice the following Saturday, he, like, apologized to Bruce in front of reporters or whatever because they're trying to say that, like, he was calling him out. And that's like the perception that people had was that he shouldn't be calling out a coach publicly. Like that's unprofessional to do that. And like he didn't though. Like that's that's lame. Yeah. That's that's black as hell. And Jason Zucker is one of their better players. Yes, he is. At this point, I mean, with everyone else they've traded away, he's almost I mean, he's like Like Jared Spurge is their best player. Yeah. He's amazing at defense. He's like he's like really good at everything but not elite at anything but that adds up to like an amazing defender yeah. and then you're probably got like okay so i forgot that eric Stahl played for the wild yeah because <laughs> he's like a thousand yeah uh, somehow he's but, their leading scorer yes he yeah so it's eric Stahl, and then it's jason zucker like he's their yeah. second leading scorer yeah um so and granted this is a very young team but um his full apology is just insane so I'll start by first apologizing to Bruce. There was no reason for me to use his name in that quote in any way. That's completely on me. My intention with the quote was to state that everybody needs to be better, needs to do more, pull more weight, and 99.9% of that is on the players. It's obvious a tough, obviously a tough time for everybody in this room. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to do the right thing. So that was a poor use of words, so it's completely my fault. That, I, that said, I stand by the fact that everybody needs to be better. So... <laughs> 99.9% of that is on the players. Like, come on. <laughs> like, no, it is not. <laughs> like, uh, this is such a dumb it. story. It is. It's so, it's, it's just so Minnesota. Like, it really is. It, uh, it's just. Is it, isn't Jason Zucker the pride of Las Vegas, though? <laughs> Stop. I, he is. I, I'm pretty sure he's from Las Vegas. Sort of. I think he was born in California, actually. But does he, he identify as a Las Vegan? Las I think Vegan? so. Yes, because he got interviewed a ton when pretty much since Vegas was announced that they were getting a team up until the point that they had a team, he he was constantly interviewed for like what's it gonna be? Because he's the only NHL player from Vegas. Uh no, Derek Engeland or whoever keeps getting fucking trotted out by um, oh yeah. the franchise i yeah. forget which which terrible night it is but he uh it, it's maybe them he was too the, maybe he was the first one he's the first something like that he's the only one that matters because the other one is terrible the thing about minnesota is that outside of jason zucker on offense i'm not super and eric stall i'm not super scared of their mm-hmm. offense i'm more scared of their defense because it's basically like their top four is Suter spurgeon and then Brodeen and Dumba, which is really good. Yeah. Um, that's a legit top four. And then you're adding in Brad Hunt, who's not very good at defense, but he scores a lot of points. Like, he's got eight points in 15 games. And then I don't even know who their other defenseman is. doesn't really matter. But, yeah, it's like – but then when you look at their forwards, 
Brodeen. It's guys like Did you say Brodeen? Yeah, Brodeen, Spurgeon, Suter, Dumba, and then Hunt, and it's somebody I'm forgetting. He's a rookie. Yeah, um, it's Carson Susie. Yes. Um, which is sounds like a fake name, but still, it's Susie. <laughs> he, 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 Susie. He exists. But after that, like when you look at their forwards, um, when you get past Stahl and Zucker, you're getting into guys like Marcus Foligno, um, an old ass injured Miko Koivu, um, Zuccarello. But then there's a shitload of young guys like Jordan Greenway and Joel Erickson Eck and Luke Kunin and Kevin Fiala and Ryan Donato and Victor Rask and a guy named N. Sealer, Nick Sealer, who also plays defense. So. <laughs> It's a ton of crappy young guys and then a couple of good guys and it all works out to them being almost dead last. It's yeah, not a good team. Part of that is that they have really, really awful goaltending. Like, we think the Sharks have bad goaltending. Um, <laughs> the the Wild are, are not doing so hot either in that area. So, For reference in the standings, Minnesota's 27th and San Jose's 28th. They both have five points. They both have five wins, but San Jose's played one more game. Minnesota's 37 goals four and San Jose's 40. It's a rock fight <laughs> on Thursday. Yeah. It's, they're, they're not good right now, and it's just not a fun time for me as a hockey fan. <laughs> like I'm not having a good time with either team that I normally enjoy watching. So... <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good not a good mix here yeah it, minnesota is in san jose are both nine points out of the playoffs god oh that's rough it's a little bit less than that though because calgary's played 18 games compared to 16 and 15 but still it's uh these are the teams san jose has to beat so to, like just collect easy points like when they beat the shit out of chicago um, yeah they need to do that again against minnesota minnesota is arguably worse than chicago yeah, it's 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 bad. It's and I think um, if you look at Minnesota's schedule, they play they play San Jose and then they have a day off and they're at Arizona. So I guess we're getting Devin Dubnik. Oh, if I had to guess, that'll be good because um, <laughs> I OK, so I pulled up the goal saved above expectations. This, this is per evolving hockey. And <laughs> you want to guess who the two worst goalies in the league are in that measure right now? Dude, I can stay lock. Uh, close. Jonathan Quick, who is... Oh, I a, forgot that he existed. A negative 14. <laughs> and Devin Dubnik, who is a negative 10.37. So, not doing great. Martin Jones is the 10th worst on that list. With, and improve um, it negative 6.32 uh and then aaron dell is 18th um with negative 4.05 and then um alex stalock also not very good he is 32nd with um negative 1.95 so and, and for reference um that was goal saved above average right above expectation above expectation so what they're saying there is that Devin Dubnik, who's a minus, what'd you say? He's minus 14? Minus 10. Minus 10. So he he's he's let in 10 more goals than he should have. Um, yes. And if conversely, if you're on the other end, like I'm assuming John Gibson is probably at the top. He's probably saved like 14 goals where he should have let in those 14 goals. So um, No, it's uh, Darcy Kemper with 6.6. Where's John Gibson? Uh, John Gibson is ninth 
Yeah, um, he'll, 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 he'll win that at the end of the year because the Ducks are terrible at <laughs> eating 50 yeah. shots a game. But that's the other end where the goalie is basically like winning you games or, or stealing shots. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And uh, Sharks fans are familiar with the work of Alex Stalock. Uh, yeah. He's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if we're going by goals saved above average, Martin Jones is actually the fourth worst. Um, yeah. With a negative 6.31. Uh, and then by that measure, it looks like um, Dubnik is a. L- oh, nope. Dubnik is sixth with a negative 5.84. So uh, both very bad goaltenders. Um, so really it could come down to like just a straight up goaltending battle, but like not the good kind. <laughs> not <laughs> it's like where they both punch each other and fall playoffs down. where it's all very exciting. Uh, more no, like, this could be, remember the first Chicago game where they won six, five, it could be that again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> do you think, and, do you think they put Dubnik in or Staylock? Um, wait, Staylock could get the homecoming. True. Um, and I, I think he played last time that they visited. I'm not 100% on that. Um, oh, no. I think we're getting uh, Dubnik because Stalock played against the Ducks two days ago. Yeah, probably. is It would be my guess then. Um, they, they have another day off before they see the Coyotes, so it's not like they're going to need to really rest Dubnik. So, actually, they got a pretty easy schedule coming up. Dang. That would be I nice. Want, I wonder if San Jose. I wonder if San Jose. Well, San Jose is in the middle of their easy schedule. Come on. Yeah. When Winnipeg, Vancouver, Chicago, Minnesota, Nashville, Edmonton, Anaheim, Detroit, Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we see uh, Dell against Minnesota because they're not very good, first of all, um, and then Nashville and Edmonton are coming up on the ninth and the twelfth, and then Anaheim, and those are all. Well, uh, Edmonton and Anaheim are division games. We can make up ground, and the Nationals just good. So I'm wondering if we see Jones for Nashville, Edmonton, Anaheim, and then we get the one random Dell game now against Minnesota, who's the worst of those teams. I doubt it. I don't think we'll see Dell for a while. You think we're getting four straight Martin yeah. Joneses? Yeah, I think so. Oof, that's rough. Well, with it being at home and a little bit of rest between them, yeah, I think that's... it'll probably not ideal. Um, after after the Minnesota game, then they play two days later at Nashville. Then they have a three day break versus Edmonton, and then from there to the end of the month, it's every other day. Yeah. 12, 14, 16, 19, 21, 23, 25, 27. Yeah. So I don't think we'll see Dell until we get into that stretch. Oh, I don't want that. I kind of want to see Dell against Minnesota because then you can <laughs> put Jones in against Nashville, Edmonton, and Anaheim and try yeah. And then you could play Dell. Like, ideally, you play Dell against Minnesota, and then you go Jones, Nashville, Edmonton, Anaheim, and then you go Dell for Detroit, and then you go back to Jones for Edmonton, Vegas. Yeah. Kind of deal. And then, oh, there's there's an Islanders game coming up. You know what that means? 100% Aaron Dell, because I'm pretty sure he's the only Sharks goalie that's played against the Islanders in the past three years. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, we are running long, so... Uh, do you have anything you want to touch on before we start to wrap things up? No. Do you have a bold prediction for this game? Ooh. I do. Uh, uh, my bold prediction is that the Sharks uh, score something like, I don't know, let's say eight goals. Like something cool. ridiculous. Like <laughs> That ties into mine nicely. I think Mario Ferraro gets his first NHL goal. 
Ooh, I love that. Yay. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can follow us at Lockdown Sharks. You can also send us an email at LockdownSharks at gmail.com. We want to say thank you to the Honey Wilders for letting us use their song Idle Wild as our intro and outro. You can find them on Spotify, Twitter, Facebook, all of those. Just search the Honey Wilders. Uh, if you want to follow Kyle on Twitter, you can follow him at Kyle Demetrius. If you want to follow C on Twitter, follow them at Now You See Me, spelled S-I-E, just like they spell their name. Yes. Do you have any final thoughts, Kyle? Miko Koivu deserves a selkie at least once in his career. Yes, he was he robbed for 10 straight years. Yes, I agree. Hard to agree. Hard to agree.